Hello and welcome to the middle of motherhood. I'm Janet Livingston and I am your host. Motherhood is one of the hardest hoods you'll ever join and I want you to know that you're not alone. I'm sharing lessons learned, struggles, tips, tricks, and more as I journey in the middle of motherhood. Let's get into it. Hey, this is episode two of the middle of motherhood and it's titled the mental load of motherhood. And you can also call it the mental exhaustion of motherhood because honestly, we carry so much of a mental load that after a while we can be mentally exhausted. It's one thing when you're physically tired and you're physically exhausted, but sometimes the tasks and the errands and the chores and the planning and the remembering it all becomes so overwhelming to the point where your mind is just beat. Like you have nothing left to give at the end of the day. You don't want to think about anything. You don't want to plan anything. You don't want to have to remember anything. And I know I'm not the only person that feels like that. Um, and I guess it's just how God created women. Our minds are equipped to handle so many things at one given time. If a man was put inside of our mind, he would probably go crazy because there's so many things. There's so many thoughts, <laughs> just so many things going on. And women, we can be really good at multitasking, but sometimes that can also feel like a bad thing because we it sometimes we just can't turn our minds off. I wish I had an off switch for my brain. Sometimes my brain like literally feels like it's hurting. <laughs> it's just crazy. Like if you have a workout and you run, like let's say you haven't run in a while and then you go sign up for a 5k, <laughs> no practice, no stretching, and you just run it, your muscles are going to be tired and exhausted. And that's how my mind feels. It's like, it just feels like no stretching, no preparation, boom, motherhood journey. And then <laughs> just my mind is just sore. So I just want to get into this because I know I can't be the only person that feels like this. Um, and where I met in my motherhood journey, I have two kids. I have a kindergartner and I have a baby. So, I mean, you, you know, of course the newborn year, that first year is super tough. Um, just because the baby has no type of sleep schedule, no type of, you know, anything that you would consider, I guess, in line with your normal schedule. And so you have to shift everything around the baby schedule. And if you're breastfeeding, you know, that's even more like keeping up with um, the baby ate at this time. So that means I need to make sure that I have milk available. Some people don't breastfeed. They just exclusively pump. And then some people like me do both. And, but I, I pump more than anything. And so in my mind, I have to keep up with the pumping schedule. And then I have to keep up with the feeding schedule. Because just because I pumped at a certain time doesn't mean that she actually had a bottle at that same time. So, you know, just keeping up with that and then having another kid, juggling two kids, um, she's in school right now. So keeping up with um, projects, assignments, you know, yes, she's in kindergarten, but they still have little homework assignments, keeping up with events that are going on at the school. Um, if she has to bring something, if she has to turn something in, um, like right now they're reading a book, the whole school is reading the same book. I love the concept, but that's one more thing for me to have to do because I have to read the book to her. And I mean, she's exceptionally smart and she can read herself, but you know, it's a chapter book and it has some challenging words in it. So, you know, she needs me to read it to her. 
but that's one more thing for me to do. Um, it's just, it can just all be so much and so overwhelming. Um, just, just trying to think about everything and remember everything and keep up with everything. Um, some of the things that I guess occupy space in my mind, like I said, I have a baby. So keeping up with the breastfeeding schedule, the pumping schedule, the bottle feeding schedule, most times she doesn't breastfeed, she bottle feeds, but keeping up with that, keeping up with diaper changes. And, you know, yes, I have an app to keep up with all those things, but you know how quickly time passes and I look at the clock and I'm like, oh crap, it's been three hours. I need to go pump again. Um, But wait, I can't go pump because I have to go take the clothes out of the washer. But wait, I need to go clean the bottles. But wait, I need to go wash the dishes first. But wait, I didn't take out any food for dinner. But wait, um, you know, I need to get this stuff prepared for my older kid because she needs it for school tomorrow. But wait, I haven't brushed my teeth yet. But wait, you know, it's time for me to wash my hair. Um, But wait, I need to go to the grocery store. Like all of those but wait moments, they add up and it leads to the mental exhaustion of just carrying such a high and a hard mental load mentally um well I said mental twice whatever and it becomes a lot I mean of course it could be physically exhausting but I think sometimes the mental exhaustion is even worse than the physical exhaustion and then you throw in you know some sleep deprivation um let's say you're a working mom and you work 40 hours and don't forget to include the commute time I don't know if you live in a big city or a small town, but most people don't have like a five minute drive to work. So you have to count in that time in your day. And then if you have kids, you have to make sure they get to school if they don't take the school bus. Or if you have a baby, you have to make sure he or she gets to daycare on time and then you have to pick them up. And, you know, it's just it's so many things that go into your day Um, and it can be so overwhelming. It can it can make you go crazy. And even with the best organization, the best tips, the best hacks, it can still just overtake you. And so I, I'm i going to share some things that help me. And I would love to hear from you if, you know, you have some t- tips or tricks that help you as well. And I just I really want to share this with um, other people. I want other people to feel open to share what works for them. So for me, I heard on a training that there was this time management system called the four D's of time management. And um, the D stand for do, delegate, um, delay, or delete. So what helps is to do a brain dump and you literally think of everything that needs to be done, whether you do it on a piece of paper, like some scratch paper, or you do it in the notes section of your phone. Um, you write it in your planner. If you have a dry erase board that you use, where the, anything that you use, write down everything that you need. And so sometimes I do it for the day and sometimes I do it for the week. I think about everything that needs to be done. I think about appointments. You know, does this kid need to go to the dentist or the doctor? Um, is there something that has to be done on a specific day or at a specific time? And then think about the chores that need to be done for the week. Um, if there's anything that you have going on in your personal Um, like your personal life, write that down. If you want to work out, put that down. Um, Just whatever you want to do or whatever you need to do, make a list. And then you just go through that list and you, you either do it right away. Sometimes, you know, I can be so overwhelmed that I put off something that could literally take five minutes or 
30 minutes or an hour but in the moment it could feel like it's way too much like that five minutes is just five minutes that I don't have to give because I'm so mentally exhausted um so you either do it right away you can delay it so let's say there's something that needs to be done but it's not imperative that it's done right away it's not you know dire it's not urgent you can put it off a little bit so then you can delay it so sometimes you know I might make my list of chores for the day and I get or chores tasks errands whatever and then I get to the end of the day and I just didn't get to those last two or three things so I'm going to delay it I'm going to put it off to the next day or you know two or three days from now but I'm not just ignoring it I'm procrastinating on purpose I'm going to come back to this thing but I just don't have it in me to give right now at this particular moment. And that's okay. Um, so that's due, that's delay. Um, you can delegate. This is my favorite one. Sometimes it's just like it becomes so overwhelming to have to keep up with everything for everybody when it's more than just yourself. I have two kids. I know some moms who have four, five, you know, eight kids. And I'm like, how the heck are you keeping up with everything? Um, so sometimes you need to delegate. If your kids are old enough to do things for themselves, give them some of the chores that are related to themselves. So like when I'm doing laundry, sometimes I'll give my kid some of her clothes to put up. I'm like, okay, you know where your drawers are. You know how to get your hangers. You know how to get your step stool. Hang this up in the closet. And that helps me not to have everything just, you know, resting on my shoulders. Um, she'll clean up after herself. She'll take her plate to the sink. She'll rinse it out. Sometimes she helps with dishes. Sometimes she'll help get the smaller trash cans and dump them into the big trash can. Um, there's just so many things that she helps with. And then even having a, a baby, sometimes she'll watch her little sister for 20 minutes while I go do something else or while I just sit down and take a break, a physical and a mental break. And so delegating things and then, um, What's also helped is kind of sharing like the chore schedule for the week and um, things that I need to do and plan to do with my husband. And then, you know, he can see where he can fit in and take things away from me, take things off of my plate so that I don't have to worry about them. So one thing that's just really hard for me is trying to figure out what we're going to eat. I can cook. <laughs> uh, it's not that I can't cook, but sometimes it's just like, it is mentally exhausting trying to find something to eat. <laughs> this is so exhausting. And so I'll ask him, I was like, hey, can you help me find recipes? Or can you help me figure out what we're going to eat this week or what we're going to eat next week? Because we meal prep um, because I don't have time to cook every single day, three meals a day plus snacks. You know, that's just not where I'm at in life right now. Um, so asking him to take that mental load off of me is helpful. Sometimes he'll, you know, take some of the chores off of my plate. And I appreciate that because I don't have to think about those things. I don't have to plan for those things. So that is what delegating is all about. You don't have to do everything. Um, sometimes people don't know how to help. Um, so you might have to give them a little nudge or a little, little boost and say, hey, I really need this. I really need you to do this because this is overwhelming and I, I just can't do this anymore. And then the last one is delete. Sometimes there are things on your plate or on your schedule that you you're, you just physically cannot do or you might not want to do it. Um, sometimes there are things that you can do, but you just you just don't want to. Um, I'm trying to think of an example of something that I deleted. I delete. I um, stopped 
my gym membership. It's not that I didn't like to work out. It's just I I didn't have time to get away from the house consistently in the way that I wanted to justify paying for a gym membership. So I knew that was something that I really, it was really hard for me to get to in this season of life because I have kids. So I, I stopped trying to go to the gym and it doesn't mean that I don't work out. I don't work out as often as I would like, don't get me wrong. Um, but it's just easier to, you know, we have some weights and kettlebells and some other equipment at home. And so it's just easier to try to do something in the garage or on my iPad. I use an app called Fit On and they create a, a customized workout plan for you based off of your goals and just get on there and do a workout. Um, sometimes I just can't, I'll have it on my plate to deep clean the house or to do this or do that, or I'm going to cook this dessert and it, it just is, it just doesn't happen. So sometimes it just gets deleted and that's okay. That's one less thing I have to worry about, but not dealing with things is how it just continues to pile on and it piles on and it piles on and it piles on to the point where you feel like you are about to run into the wall. And ladies, I get it. It's, it's hard being a mom. It is so hard. When my husband and I were in premarital counseling before we got married, our counselor suggested that we read, um, we each read a book. And the book that he read was called For Men Only. And the book that I read was called For Women Only. And it gave you a Christian perspective into your spouse. Or at the time, you know, he would have been my future spouse. Because at the time we were engaged. And these books are by Jeff and Shanti Felton. And I'll be sure to link this in the show notes. So if you want to read it, you can get your get yourself a copy. And um, at the end of each counseling session, we had to talk about, like we would get assigned to read two or three chapters a week. And so we would have to talk about what we, we didn't read the chapters to each other. We just kind of discussed some things that stood out to us. And there was a chapter that talked about, I think it was called Open Tabs. And you know how your internet browser is, whether you use um, Firefox or Chrome or Microsoft Edge, whatever. You know how it is. You just keep adding tabs. And before you know it, you have like 25 tabs open <laughs> in the book. They said, like, I think the example was like 53 tabs. I don't know. I don't remember the exact number. And the point that was being made was that that's how a woman's mind is <laughs> that we, we can't put stuff down until we complete it. And I, I hate not completing stuff. It's, I'm pretty sure it's my type A um, perfectionist personality or whatever. I'm super organized. I'm a planner, all of that. And so I like getting things done so that I don't have to worry about it. I hate starting things and having to stop them and come back to them. So I like to just get things done. And when I can't get things done because, you know, oh, the baby's crying or, oh, the food's about to burn or I need to go do this or I need to go do that. Or it's time to take somebody to school or go pick somebody up or it's time to leave for this appointment, you know, those things just stay on my mind. That tab never closes. And so the point that was being made was men help your wives close those tabs out of her mind, whether you handle that responsibility yourself or you find somebody else to do it, whatever it is, help her close those tabs in her mind so that her mind can rest. And that was eye opening for me. Um, and at the time, you know, we, we weren't married yet. We were about to get married, so we weren't living together. And then, you know, after we got married, the transition to 
you know, living together and him actually seeing it in person. Like, it's it's one thing when you date and you see each other two or three times a week, you know, at your convenience. And it's different when you actually live with that person and you see everything or you see a lot more than you did. I don't know if you'll ever see every single thing in a day, but, um, you know, just him seeing like how my mind worked and how I just, I was always doing stuff, you know, it just always on the go, always doing something. Um, my mind feels like chess. It feels like I'm playing chess every day. Um, I can't just be in the moment. I have to be <laughs> two or three days down the line in my mind, even though today's Monday, I have to be thinking about Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. Sometimes I have to be thinking about next week. Sometimes I have to be thinking about next month or two or three months from now and, and just keep this date in my mind that, oh, this needs to be done by this day. Oh, we have to go here or this needs to be done. And it, it's, it's hard. I just call it what it is. It is hard. And, you know, I gave some examples of some of the things that moms keep up with. Mom knows what size clothes every kid wears. When the seasons change, mom knows where those next season's clothes are. Mom knows what stores to go shop at to get the kids clothes and shoes and underwear and socks and everything. Mom knows what everybody's favorite snacks are and what grocery store to get them at and what store has the cheaper prices and what store has the sales on this date and what store takes the coupons and, you know, she, she knows it all and she knows where everything is in the house. She's the one that keeps up with, you know, are we on the last loaf of bread? Okay, I need to get bread when I go to the store. <laughs> you know, it could just all be so overwhelming. Like at any given time, I can probably tell you when it's time to buy something in our house. I'm a couponer. Um, if you didn't know, I've been couponing since 2015. I used to be like a semi-extreme couponer. But now I'm more of like a lazy couponer. I just kind of coupon for maintenance just to just re replenish the things that we need and just kind of get things within reason. Like we don't have a super huge stockpile. Like if you ever watched the um, extreme couponing show, I was never like that. I didn't go in the store and get 83 bottles of mustard because I don't need that many. But, you know, I'll, I'll say I'm a lazy couponer now. And because I coupon, we have a stockpile, so I don't like to run out of things because that creates one more chore or one more task for me to do. If I didn't realize that we were out of salsa and I knew I wanted to cook a recipe that required salsa, I just want to go in the cabinet and boom, there's salsa. And it, it frustrates me, you know, when we run out of things, so I try to be on top of that. But that creates more mental load for me as well. Um, so I mean like we try to do things like if you use the last of something or you see that there's just one more left in the cabinet put it on the grocery list so that when I go to the store I can just get that I don't like going to the store for one thing I like to go to the store once a week or once every other week I don't want to make two three or four trips to the store just to get one or two things because that's that's extra time and because the mental load of motherhood is so much I try not to waste time. I try to be purposeful about most of the hours in the day. <laughs> at any given time, I can look at the clock and tell you how much time I have until like the things that are set in stone, like school pickup, school drop off, all those things. I can tell you, well, I have this much time. So that means that I can get this many things done in that amount of time. 
And that's how my mind always works. It's always thinking, okay, what needs to be done and how long is it going to take? And if I start now, how many things can I get done? So this morning I woke up around four o'clock and I started working on my Facebook group, Frugal Finds and Deals. And I posted some Amazon deals on there. And then I was about to start working on my blog. I have a blog called the fearlessfrugalnista.com. And it's just where I share um, money saving things. Uh, finance tips things like that so I was going to start working on a blog and I was like oh crap I didn't cook breakfast because you know I have a chore schedule so I cooking is on Sundays and Mondays and I try to cook the food for the week but we had company so I didn't cook the food for the week and so I just slipped my mind so then I ran to the kitchen and I started you know meal prepping the breakfast for the week and then it's like oh I need to go fold the laundry so while this is cooking let me go run and fold these towels and these clothes and then oh I have to get ready and you know I I made sure I pumped before I got up and started doing all those things but that's just how my mind works it's always on the go it's always focused on how much time do I have until I need to be somewhere or until something else needs to be done and so like I said the four D's of time management have been so helpful it's not perfect it's not a foolproof plan because I still have days where it just it, <laughs> it overwhelms me and I feel like I'm going crazy and then there are other days where I feel like I'm rocking it. Like today, I'm, I'm getting kind of scared because I've been on top of it. <laughs> I told my husband that one day, I was like, I think I'm caught up on all my chores. I'm kind of scared because I feel like I either forgot something or like something big is coming and it's going to be like, oh, life is going to be like, oh, you thought you had it together. Let me throw this at you. And so, you know, today's just been one of those days where I feel like I've been on top of it. So hopefully the rest of the day goes smoothly. I hope these tips were helpful for you. Um, I hope that you can take this um, time management system and implement it in your life. You can, if you're working, if you're a working mom, you can implement it at your job. You can implement it in your personal life with your kids, with your hobbies. Um, if you have a business, if you're an entrepreneur, whatever it is, you can incorporate the four D's of time management into whatever you have going on. So once again, I hope you found this helpful. Um, be sure to rate the podcast. I want to be able to come continue to create um, exciting and fun content and just a way to uh, reach out to mothers so that you don't feel alone. You're not the only one that feels like that and you're not the only one going through that. I hope you all have a blessed day. Thank you guys so much for listening in to today's episode of the middle of motherhood. I hope you got some value. You learned something, just something helped you about the show today. Feel free to share it with those that you think it may help as well. If you're not a part of our private Facebook community group called the middle of motherhood, be sure to join that and also subscribe to my YouTube channel, the middle of motherhood.